Welcome to the What's Your Drive podcast, where we talk all things Hirschbach and the trucking industry. Join us each week as we talk about news, safety, industry topics, tips and tricks, and more. And now your host, Bianca Sanchez. Hello, and welcome back to the What's Your Drive podcast. We have a special episode today. If you have not heard yet, I have the great pleasure to announce that we have a new podcast that's going to be coming out called In the Box with Brad. And uh, Driver Appreciation Week, you will get to see why it's called In the Box with Brad. Um, But I won't give away any spoilers until then. The In the Box with Brad podcast will predominantly be a private podcast for uh, current drivers of of Hirschbach and current staff with Hirschbach. As we have episodes that we are able to, we will share them here on the What's Your Drive podcast. But we wanted to give you an introduction to what that sounds like. If you want to join the Hirschbach team, you'll get to see what these uh, podcast episodes are all about on the regular. So right now, go ahead, take a listen. Well, hey, Hirschbach, uh, Brad Pinchuk and uh, Dan Wallace with you. Uh, We've got kind of a New setup uh, that we got here. We're over in uh, East Dubuque, and um, you know we got. Uh, I had the weekly videos or the daily videos I was doing there uh, with the selfie sticks and all that sort of thing. And so we're kind of upping our game here a little bit. Uh, if you haven't listened to uh, the podcast that Bianca started here, uh, there's some really good uh, podcast she's doing. So we're kind of uh, going down that path a little bit where. Uh, we're going to bring some people in. Uh, Dan and I are going to start off today uh, kind of talking about some things that are going on in the business and on the over-the-road side. Um, you know, I think most of you know us. If you don't, uh, Brad Pinchuk, uh, the CEO, and, and, and Dan's the president of our over-the-road business uh, group. And so we've got a lot of exciting things going on that we're going to talk about uh, several different topics. And uh, then we're going to introduce a new member to the team as well today. So. Uh, you know, kind of kick things off. It's it's here we are. It's uh, it's Friday before Labor Day, right? Always exciting. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, just things are probably real calm and smooth over. Oh, right piece now. of cake, Brad. Piece yeah, of cake. Yeah. You know, we're coming off a hurricane. We've got strong demand, and uh, headed into a holiday week. And next week will be a four-day week uh, for most businesses. So yeah, it's just a piece of cake. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, as far as uh, demand out there, I mean, we're, we're coming off a period, I mean, this has been a crazy year, uh, to say the least, but, uh, you know, we're, we're still in this COVID situation, but yet, um, you, you know, and, and things were kind of slow in April and May and, you know, kind of getting back to normal in June and July, but boy, what's it like now? It's crazy. I, I have never seen a market as, as some of you know, I've been doing this quite a while. Uh, I have never seen a market change so fast, yeah. so quickly. I mean, we go back to Q1, which was solid. Then we had the time of the hoarding impact, and we were extremely busy. And then we went into what I kind of referred to as, you know, like Death Valley. Yeah. You know, we were furloughing drivers and pulling our hair out. And, and, and then, you know, Early June, we started climbing back, and then July got better. And I'll tell you, this last couple of weeks, heading into September, I mean, we're 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 in an oversold position, um, which is which is a good position to be in. You know, we look at different things, and uh, probably one of the biggest indicators is uh, uh, 
loads we are turning down. So, I mean, our rejection rate is higher than it's been in maybe ever uh, in the recent two-week period. So, what are drivers? Uh, I mean, as far as miles go on the over-the-road side, what what are we? What are the miles? Well, well la the last uh, two weeks ago we ran at 480 a day, and last week I believe we we're at 472. And I think this week we will be uh, probably north of 480 a day. So basically, we're running, you know, 24 to 2600 as the, you know, what the average driver is out there doing. Uh, some are doing more, some are doing less, but we're right at 2500 miles a week. And uh, as an average, and that includes uh, the drivers that are. Uh, taking time off, uh, maintenance issues. Well, yeah, that's not yeah. a working number. That's that's uh, that's all trucks. That's all trucks. That's right? all trucks. So the, the reality is, the guys that are out there trucking are probably in that 26, 27. Yeah. So we're, you know, we're we're stacked up on freight this weekend, uh, and you know, we're. Uh, I envision a very very busy fall, and uh, you know, uh, the the we we've, we've got current strong demand. And we are getting a tremendous amount of opportunities for new business, uh, improved business. So we're looking at that every day. Um, so demand's up. Um, we got some new business coming up. Yeah, on we've got I some mean, new uh, business. We've uh, we well, we have our current business that is continuing. You know, our current market basket is on a daily basis asking more and more from us. So I'm gonna side pitch here for a second, okay? So so we're rolling out a huge pay increase next week. We're gonna get into that in a minute. Yep. But you know, the guy to my left has mentioned a couple times we gotta pay for that pay increase. <laughs> just just a couple times. So how do we how do we pay for that pay increase? You know, at the end of the day we go get rate increases. So I'm gonna pitch all you guys, do everything you can. To, to be on time and safe uh, because service, if we can go in there and be asking for a rate increase and we've got 98, 99% on time, uh, it makes that conversation so much easier. So uh, yeah, we're, gonna, we're going after new business. We're going after rate increases. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, clean up the portfolio. Uh, again, this is the craziest year I can remember in trucking. You know, I go back to May, June, and uh, I mean, basically we took any load they give us. Uh, but now we need to step back and keep the good and shed some of the not so good, not so driver friendly stuff. And uh, you know, the way this, this new pay package structured, it's really all about miles, Brad. So we need to get the loads that, you know, they can turn. So we got this new uh, pay plan that uh, is rolling out, and really, it, you know, we're calling it next level pay, and, and uh, you know, it is taking the pay to, uh, I would say, the next level, maybe, uh, maybe uh, two or three levels up, uh, frankly. Uh, but uh, it's really, you, it's it's pretty simple, you know. You just uh, go out there and uh, deliver your loads on time, and not have accidents or get uh, CSA points, and, and you make a lot of money, right? So I, I pretty much sleep with this thing now. So this is the weekly and the monthly, and uh, it's it's a nice, clean program. So let me just share a couple things. Uh, we still have about 30 stragglers that haven't officially signed up. 30 out of about 800. 
If you're one of those stragglers, let's get this done and 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 have it ready for next week. Uh, I want to share. You know, we're we are running well and hope to be running even better. So this this week we ran basically like a payroll simulation. And on average, net of the $100 or the retention, whatever program you're on, on average, the average driver would have got about another $150 in one week. For the so guys that were getting the $100 per week retention, they would have got about $243 of new bonus. Right, right, right. So you multiply that times four weeks, that's almost $600 a month. And that, and that doesn't even go into the monthly piece. Uh, and you know you can really rack up some money on the monthly piece. So just a maybe quick recap on the on the weekly. The weekly is really simple. Uh, be safe. No CSA points. No claims. Uh, take care of business. And as long as you meet the safe driving criteria, ten cents a mile. So using 20, 2,600 miles as a as a week, that would be another two hundred sixty dollars. Real easy. Uh, Pretty simple now. So that program goes into place uh, next week, right? It'll hit their checks next Thursday. So next Thursday, uh, that new weekly bonus. And again, this is this is on top of the normal base pay. Doesn't change. It's all the same. It's right? all the same. So that that driver that's running 2,600 miles, uh, you know, is is probably going to be. Uh, netting, their business is going to be earning uh, probably left uh, somewhere around 1400 bucks, and now add uh, the 260 to it, so now you're up to, you know, getting close to 1650, 1700 bucks. And, uh, and then on top of it, uh, we've now replaced the quarterly bonus with the new monthly one, right? Yeah, so again, uh, you got to look at it holistically, but let's just say 10,000 miles. So on the first uh, 6,000 miles, you're gonna get 10 cents. So that's 600 bucks. Uh, the next 2,000 mile bracket's 20 cents, so that's another 400 bucks. Uh, so 600, 400, 1,000. And then 8,000 8, to 10,000 on that 2,000 mile bucket, it'd be another 30 cents a mile or 600 bucks. So now they're up to $1,600 for one month of monthly bonus. So divide that by four, that's another 400 bucks a week. Yeah. Throw that on top of your uh, 16 to 1700 and, and you're up to, you're, you're hitting that magical uh, two grand number. Exactly. Right. Uh, and you know, uh, you know the, the great part of this is uh, the freight's there. Uh, it's not like, uh, I actually I envision our miles going up. Uh, so the opportunity for, for all of you to make more is is even higher because of the freight availability. Uh, let's kind of go back on that demand thing a little bit. We've we've talked to some of our major customers this week, and between Chris and Brad and I, you know, you know, the the the, the demand is very strong. But the interesting part is the, the the majority of the protein processors, especially pork and beef, they're only at about eighty percent capacity. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens when they go to 100 percent? They're going to need more Hirschbach trucks. I yeah, that's what they're yeah, going to need. So Drivers hauling that freight. So, hey, how's it going? So good. So, good. so we've got to we've got to get get our fleet uh, set up for success. Get you guys set up for success. Uh, I just want to uh, our good friend Jesse uh, gave me a talking point on my way over. Uh, you know our, our driver referrals. Uh, you know yeah. it's hard to refer drivers when when we were having a deal with COVID, but 
and it sure feels like we're back. So you get a you get a driver referral that's qualified. I think it's not the week they're hired. The week after, you get twelve hundred bucks. So uh, send those referrals to recruiting, and uh, we'll uh, we'll put those guys to work. Good. Um, so. You know, the interesting thing, I guess, in going back to, uh, you know, Dan described, you were describing a situation where, you know, freight's booming, customers are not yet to 100% of volume pre-COVID levels. So, I mean, so what's happened here, and it, I think it's, it's catching a lot of people in industry by surprise. And uh, oftentimes, you know, hindsight's 2020, you look back and, oh, it makes sense. But you know what, what's what's going on here, and, and we've put some pieces together uh, recently on what's happened. But clearly, if freight's not to pre-COVID levels, but demand is actually above pre-COVID levels, right? That's what we'd say. There's there's a the only explanation is there's fewer drivers out there, right? Exactly. So. You know, and, and there are a couple things in, in particular that have happened. Um, there's fewer drivers entering the industry. We learned this week that uh, there's been 40% fewer CDLs issued this year compared to last year. So we don't, we're not hiring uh, many inexperienced drivers, but uh, that impacts the whole industry. We've got fewer people coming in. And then as far as people leaving, you know, uh, more people are leaving than normal with uh, COVID and slower volumes and things like that that have happened with COVID. And then we also have this clearinghouse issue, right? The drug clearinghouse? Yeah, the, the, the drug clearinghouse issue that was established in uh, Washington, D.C. the first part of this year, there was a just a interesting, almost scary article that came out yep. Tuesday with all the data. Uh, in seven months, January through July, 30,000 drivers, CDL drivers, have been disqualified, uh, have lost their CDL privileges, uh, either due to pre-employment or random uh, testing. Uh, so 40% less getting CDLs, 30,000 knocked out, people sitting on the sidelines for uh, COVID for various reasons. Uh, it's a huge impact on the industry. Yeah, it's huge. It, it's reminding me of when we were going into uh, 2018. Here we, in 2017, things started to really tighten up, and uh, it, what was going. And then in 2018, the e-logs were going to be mandatory for for everyone in the industry, and um, we really felt that that was going to set up a situation where capacity, where demand for our services were going to be very, very high. And sure enough, 2018 was uh, kind of a record year for the industry from a fan perspective. And it sure feels like right now that um, 2020 is, sim is feeling similar to 2017, uh, maybe even stronger than, than 2017, probably stronger and uh, setting up uh, 2021 to be as strong as 2018 and, and maybe even stronger now. You know, because of COVID and the yeah. economy, it, it has a different feel to it. It does, yeah. I mean, the demand feel is, is real, but I, I, you know, earlier this week, uh, I shared with Brad and others, uh, in, in all my years, uh, I, I have never seen uh, uh, brokers advertising 
rates, offering rates. Will this get me a truck? Yeah. And uh, you know, just just crazy stuff. And uh, we don't, you know, about three percent is all we do with brokers. That's not that's not what we want. We want long term business. But it's also an indicator of the market, though. And the market is is really turned. And uh, it's it's, it's going to open up a lot of uh, a, a lot of opportunities for us. You know, just, just this morning I, I've been on the phone with three significant customers. Every one of them, you know, uh, get my trucks. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. yesterday I had a situation with a great customer, one of our highest yielding customers. Felt like we were shortening his trucks. You know, and uh, so. So we've got to refine what we're hauling, who we're hauling for, and we got to do a great job at it. And, and we will do that, and we will all prosper together. Uh, so, you know, we're betting on the come here. Uh, you know, we're this large investment we're making in our drivers. Uh, you certainly, you deserve it, um, and uh, we are happy to do it. Uh, but obviously, you know. And we'd love to do more, uh, but obviously there's just so much to go around. And so, as Dan said, we need to uh, we need to get it from our customers. And I'd ask uh, you know all of our drivers, you need to help us uh, as well afford this. And there's things that you can do, right, in in, in controlling costs. And so that's you know whether that's uh, fuel efficiency, whether that's uh, you got a light on in your truck, you hear a noise, you know, and, and not ignoring those things. Um, and, route compliance, sorry, yeah, route yeah, yeah. compliance, making sure your temps are set right, sign bill lading, seal intact, all that fundamental stuff. Yeah. When, in today's world, when that stuff goes wrong, it goes wrong really fast. And, uh, you know, so all of that stuff is, is, seems fundamental, whether it's, uh, you know, bill lading or the seal or the temp or, uh, you know, delivering freight on time. I, I can tell you, uh, I can uh, officially, unofficially tell you, if we got to relay the load, we probably lost any profit in that load. Yeah. So trip planning, uh, route, you know, staying on route, getting your fuel where you're supposed to get your fuel, uh, all all add up to success. Yeah. Accidents, uh, and not just you know, we think about accidents in terms of you know the big one or something like that. I mean, I'd really encourage you all to. You know the distractions in the cab, uh, the following distances. Um, you know, really, uh, really, uh, really executing and, and and doing everything that you can to uh, be as safe as possible out there. And the other thing is, you know, in this close quarters, and uh, you know, uh, you know, just not cutting corners. You know, you're you're in a tight situation. Get out of your truck and assess the situation. If you need to pull forward a couple times in order to, uh, you know, pull it in there safely and not bump into something, you know, make sure you're doing all the little things right, the basics, the fundamentals. Um, those things cost a ton of money. They add up uh, the little, even the little, the little small bumps and bruises that happen out there add up to a ton of money. And and I can tell you, you know, the commitment to all of you is not just to afford this one, but let, let's start figuring out how to get to the next one, okay? Um, you know, if, if you can get into this one, into, you know, you start getting into the 16, 17, 100, 2,000, you know, a week kind of thing, well, how do we get to the next level after that? And the way that you can do that 
is do the things that Dan and I have been talking about, is really conserve the expenses so there's more profit left that can be shared with everyone, is, is really what needs to happen. Um, you know, we're, we're starting to, you know, it, it, as uh, the market is tightening and, and it, so forth, it also, not only, it, it presents new opportunities for us, really, and, and so we like to, be opportunistic you know just uh, we're going to talk about some of the new things that have come recently but that's sort of been our history you know you go back seven eight years ago we were you know we were about 450 500 drivers uh, hauling what I call you know medium to longer all refrigerated freight and as we've grown to, to now you know about 1800 uh, uh, trucks or so, about 2,000 drivers, we've expanded into, that business has grown, and, and that's about 1,000 or so drivers. But we've got all these dedicated fleets, we're on-site spotting, and so forth. So we've really diversified even within the same customer base as we've grown. And um, we're always looking out for, for new opportunities. And so I think, uh, you know, CO2 is an example. Uh, recently, we've been doing a little bit of that for, uh, uh, for Smithfield. Uh, we've gotten into, we're, we're starting to do some tankers for Nestle on, on water. And uh, we got a couple of other new things so, that uh, we're dipping our toe in here recently. Furniture, blanket wrap, fan stuff, Chris Gunn. Yeah, so Ashley Furniture uh, is, is starting. That's a little bit different. And in, in different commodities, too. I mean, uh, just this week, uh, we've kind of dipped our toe into uh, uh, hauling some uh, tobacco products, right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yes, uh, we've uh, signed a contract. Um, to all some high-value cargo for uh, uh, tobacco products. Uh, I think we've hauled about 10 loads. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of high, high reward, high risk a little bit. So we will be developing that out more. Uh, we think the, the whole high-value cargo area, I think, has a lot of uh, niche potential, whether it be tobacco products or low-grade pharmaceutical or medical or uh, home home health and beauty and yeah. uh, you know uh, cosmetics uh, alcohol uh, any of that stuff so uh, to to exploit that niche we've brought on a gentleman that uh, his name's Michael Smith yeah join our studio yeah. here Mike thank you this here's uh, uh, Mike Smith joined us uh, with many years of experience in the industry. Uh, he's going to be heading up the high high value cargo division, and uh, I'll flip it over to you, Mike. Why don't you, now, you now you guys know each other, right? Though too, before you get into this a little bit. I yeah, mean, before I had gray hair, and Dan might have had a little more. Yeah, uh, but uh, Dan and I had an opportunity to work together uh, several years ago. Yeah, and first of all, I want to say. Uh, I'm excited to be part of the Hirschbach family. Uh, it's, it's been nothing but a great experience this past week in getting to meet all the team members and learning more about Hirschbach. And of course, as you just mentioned, uh, introducing some new opportunities that will have an op really a great chance for us to diversify a little bit on our customer base, uh, some of our service levels, and moving into this high value cargo, or what I like to call it high service sensitive. Uh, there's a lot of eyes on it, and it can 
one of the things that I think we've all learned over the last seven months with COVID is, is that people change. People work, they go from home, they can work at home, maybe their eating, eating patterns change. Uh, but the one thing about some home health medical or medicine, pharmaceuticals, it doesn't matter what's happening. It doesn't matter who is in the White House. It doesn't matter what's happening around the world. People still need medicine. Um, and so this really gives us a, a recession-proof opportunity that we won't see the dips uh, in some of the business. So I'm excited about that. I have been very pleased with the performance that the Hirschbach drivers have performed so far in our first 10 tobacco loads. They've done phenomenal. And uh, I'm really just excited to be part of this new opportunity and be part of the Hirschbach team. Well, should we give, well welcome. We're, we're glad to have you. And, um, to, uh, you know, Dan made a comment to me, well, he mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, you've been doing this for quite some time, right, Dan? Right, yeah. And uh, we all have at this point, uh, but, um, but uh, uh, Mike's, or Dan's been trying to woo Mike uh, over to Hirschbach for probably the last few years, right? Two years. Uh, two years. And, uh, but Dan made a comment to me, uh, oh gosh, I don't know, not, not too long ago, and uh, you've seen him. Quite a few folks out there selling prey, haven't you, Dan? Yeah, uh, Mike's. Uh, so through, I've been uh, the 36 or seven years, 37 years. I think it's 36. So, but uh, so I worked with a lot of sales sales guys through the years, and you know, uh, Mike is uh, top three, maybe probably the best I've ever worked with. Uh, so he can close the deal. You know, there's just uh, not a lot of guys in the industry that can. Uh, stand the test of time like Mike has and you know he's had some heavy duty positions with US Express, JVS, uh, carriers, etc. Um, you know uh, he brings a lot of, lot of value add to our organization in, in some areas that uh, you know some of us uh, you know we don't have that type of level of experience so you know I think when we get into this uh, this high, high, you know, high value cargo. Uh, it's an opportunity for our drivers. Um, you know, I think what we're going to be doing is uh, there'll be uh, drivers will either be qualified to haul high value or not, and uh, and based on that qualifications, you'll go through some training, and uh, Mike will be developing out some of those requirements. Maybe just touch on like some of the bigger stuff that. Uh, well, with high value cargo, there's a lot of visibility and sometimes the word value, uh, it, it might not have an overall value, but it's very important business. So I like to call it very critical type business. Uh, in doing that, we have to make sure we've got processes in place that we maintain um, excellent paperwork excellent SIL um, records so that we, as we go through and talk with the drivers, we're going to be asking you to make sure that, that every unit has uh, been properly sealed, that we've got the SIL information on the bill of lading. And in some cases, it might be uh, possible for you to have to drive at least up to 250 miles away from the origin in which you pick up. And this is done from a security standpoint so that you and the cargo uh, are away from maybe that potential shipper area. Uh, some of this is very high theft uh, potential and so we want to mitigate any of those type of risks of not only putting our drivers in that type of position but also maintaining uh, our performance with this freight. 
and we'll adapt a, a complete training schedule uh, with drivers. Um, and, and really, I think that it, it will melt in with the culture you've already created about the importance of, of picking up on time, communicating if there are any problems during the load, and then, of course, delivering when we said we're going to deliver. Yeah, it's really, I mean, the, the fundamentals, uh, maybe the driving 250 miles is, is, is a bit unique uh, in, in, in regards to this, but most of the other things are really things that uh, you need to be doing on every load. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're excited to have Mike on board. He's been really, fo he's been specializing in this uh, this area for the last, what has it been the last eight years or so you've been uh, really, really involved for dialed in on, on this? And exactly. I know yeah. that, uh, a part of, of developing a, a pretty good sized fleet that did nothing but this critical shipments and so um, Mike comes with uh, a lot of great experience in the industry and, and, and uh, most recently over the last eight years focused in this critical delivery area. Uh, so we're excited to, to bring that experience to Hirschbach and, and the way we're going to infuse that into the organization is um, Mike uh, won't just be selling, Mike will be uh, managing a group uh, operationally, and so Mike will be sort of a general manager, if you will, within this uh, critical high-value shipment area, and will be, uh, the plan is to uh, develop, uh, to start off with uh, about 50 drivers or so, uh, get, it, get it going initially with that, and, and grow it up to probably 200, 200, 300 drivers here over the next couple of years. And so we're excited for that. And in that division that Mike runs and uh, working, uh, working with Dan, uh, will um, be specializing in this area, but it'll also be uh, additional loads that other critical, dri critical uh, certified drivers that are in the over-the-road fleet uh, will be able to uh, uh, handle some of these shipments as well. Is that yeah. sort of the plan? Yeah, absolutely. So that they'll be the, the support of the whole OTR group. Uh, there's going to be a lot of lanes, business that, that complement each other. Uh, I like to, you know, call it connecting the dots. You know, we've got some stuff that moves out of North Carolina that uh, moves up to New Jersey at an extreme high rate. And then we can go over into eastern Pennsylvania and grab a load back down. This morning I was talking to Florida Natural this morning and uh, uh, talking with their traffic manager. And they We take loads down to Lakeland, Florida. I think it's like 20 miles over to Winter Haven and grab a load of juice going back to Black Mountain. So there, there's a number of that stuff that, that will just fit together with what we're doing. Uh, a number of uh, shorter haul lanes, but a number of longer haul lanes also that uh, really fit our network, uh, whether it be going to Denver, and then out of Denver, everybody knows you're heading for the meat patch, uh, going into Dallas-Fort Worth, and we can do so many things out of there now uh, with that market uh, having, you know, really turned into a busy market for us. A uh, lot of opportunities that complement business we're already doing. Uh, so very, very optimistic and, and, and very excited about having having Mike on board to help us uh, build this division out. And, you know, uh, you know, we talk about critical service, but uh, really it's just an extension in many ways of what we're doing. I mean, it, it, you know, we haul, I don't even want to say how many meat loads we haul is a week, but it's, it's a lot, right? So combined, we probably have around 5,500 loads. And I would say, what, 
fourth out of them are meatloafs. Uh, so, you know. And every one of those is critical. Every one of those is critical. And, and, you know, we talk about high value. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, like misrepresent that because these, 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 these beef loads, uh, anybody that's been at the uh, grocery market at the meat counter and saw $22 for a ribeye or T-bone or whatever, uh, you know, some of the, some of the primal, prime, prime, primal cut loads we're hauling are, are, are high value and we've been doing it for years so uh, but this is a nice add-on to our business sector uh, Mike will do a great job I, I uh, have a hundred percent confidence and between Brad and I we will uh, we'll pro provide him all the resources to be successful so I appreciate Can't wait you guys. To get it going man yeah. yeah thanks for letting me be part of this team and uh, I look forward to working with all the Hirschbach team out there yeah, well, great. Well, Mike will actually be working from uh, Salt Lake. Yep. He hails from Salt Lake, and so we'll be expanding our geographic footprint here at Hirschbach. Uh, we'll have an office uh, in the Salt Lake area pretty soon, and as that fleet grows, who knows, maybe uh, it'll eventually turn into a uh, facility and a shop location uh, in the future. So we're excited for that. A lot of good stuff going on. We've got uh, Driver Appreciation Week is coming up. Uh, thanks, Mike. You Appreciate bet. Thank it. you, guys. Um, not uh, next week, but uh, the week after, right, Squirrel? Yeah. All right. All right. So we've got Driver Appreciation Week coming up week after next. This is sorting to be the new format. Uh, you know, we got Warren uh, up in our game over here. So thanks, Warren, for getting this set up. Uh, during Driver Appreciation Week, uh, the plan is to do uh, every day to do these sort of. Uh, these sessions and I look forward to hopefully seeing a lot of you face to face during driver appreciation week. I might drag some of you onto our studio here and, and, and talk a little bit. I'd like to uh, get a lot of drivers uh, up here to, to talk during driver appreciation week as well. So uh, again, we've got Labor Day weekend. I cannot stress uh, how important it is to, uh, you know, to be safe. Uh, Rob Adi doesn't like be safe, and we got a new saying here at Urspach, which I really like, which is do safe. So do safe out there over Labor Day, and uh, congratulations on uh, the pay increase, well-deserved. Go out there, do safe, and make a lot of money, everyone. We'll see you soon. Take Bye. care. Thank you. Yep. Well, what'd you folks think of the first episode of In the Box with Brad? I thought that was a pretty cool episode. Got to hear uh, what it's going to, a little preview of what it's going to sound like. Meet uh, some new people, get an outlook on what we're thinking freight's going to be looking like for the rest of the year. I'm pretty excited at how busy it's going to sound. So we will um, be out every day. Um, Brad will be doing his In the Box with Brad podcast every day during Driver Appreciation Week in the East Dubuque area. We will be at what we like to call the Vroom Building, also known as the Orientation Building. So we will be there every day. Uh, he will be recording that podcast. You might even hear a crossover where I get to interview Brad. Yay! So here we leave it. Till next time, roll safe, Hirschbackers. Thanks for listening to the What's Your Drive podcast. We'd sure appreciate it if you subscribe or share the podcast with a friend. Leave us a review. And if you'd like to see more, stop by our website at whatsyourdrive-podcast.com. While you're there, leave us some feedback on the show and share your future topic ideas. Roll safe, everyone.